Welcome back to the Suraj Podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Baba Talrai, Guru Hargobind's son, passes away. How Guru Hargobind blessed that location. Chapter 59 now begins describing how after the funeral rites, Guru Hargobind bathed and set up a divan, a court session. People hearing the news across the city were strolling in. They were in shock thinking, how did such massive tragedy occur? Everybody from the village came, whether they were rich or poor, Everybody came expressing great grief. Oh, great king, what happened? He was so young. The princes, your sons, are imbued with such power. They give bliss to all the people of the city. They would play with all the kids for the entire day and then would come back when it gets dark. So this is how the people of the city were talking and Guru Hargobind would explain to them properly to all that the will of the divine is unknowable. That divine, which is within all the three worlds, is not known when one is young, middle-aged or old, whether one is strong or weak, it affects everybody alike. No one can erase this. This is the position of the divine. It's beyond likes and dislikes. Understanding that, why should one be sad? Which by intellect or power cannot be changed or stopped? Out of everyone, Mata Nanaki was the most depressed. She was just reciting the praise of her beloved eldest son, Artal Rai. She nourished Artal Rai constantly, looking at him, really enjoying her time playing with him and cuddling him when he was young. She was really feeling the pain. She was crying so much. All of the women were remembering the young Artal Rai. Mata the Modri and others were trying to comfort them though. But even then, they were just extremely sad, having such affection for their young Baba Artal Rai. Guru Hargobind got news on how everybody was doing that night and tried to comfort them, especially Mata Nanaki and said, Oh, wise wife, don't distress too much. It was meant to happen this way. Don't regret anything. That glory, which would come from him living, now will be even greater than what he would have achieved. Baba Artal Rai will forever remain Artal, eternal, and his praise will grow day by day. This is how Guru Hargobha explained to them and Mata Nanaki. The news about Artal Rai's passing spread now outside of Amritsar, to the family of the Trehan, the family of Guru Angad Devji, to the family of Guru Amardashi and Govindaval. These families all came to Amritsar. Narayan Das with his wife came, Dwara and his wife came, Bibi Ramo came with her husband Sayan Das and Rama came with his wife. Everybody from that region came to Amritsar. When Baba Gurudatta heard the news, he was struck by grief, hearing how his younger brother had passed away and he set off towards Amritsar, his wife Natti, also came with Tirmal, their son, in her lap. They arrived in Amritsar in such sadness. Within the Guru's house, there was such a roar from the crying. People were hitting themselves in grief. When they heard about the cause of death, the story, they were extremely sad, thinking that Ardal Rai would have been such a powerful miracle worker in the world. They were thinking he would have been such a powerful person in the world, the likes the world would never have seen before. When this grief had reached a peak there, Guru Hargobind then sent a Pai Gurdas who went to everybody comforting them, telling them, don't cry, don't dirty your face. This world is the farm of the divine. That which is unripe, somewhat ripe or ripe, the divine cuts down whenever they desire. It's not worth crying over. Everyone has their own time when they go. No one is able to put it off. It's not befitting for us in the Guru's house to have such grief for such an extended period of time. What happened if Baba Talrai left his body going into the afterlife? 
with the words of the Guru, others daily take birth in this world. Artalarai's name and glory and praise will remain forever through time and it will spread across this world. Bhai Gurdas was speaking so sweetly to everybody, comforting them. Slowly their grief was going away. When the 13th day came after the funeral rites began, the Sahaj part of Guru Sahib was completed. Prashad was made and the Rababis were singing Kirtan. They had such expensive clothing made for Artal Rai and Ardas was performed as well. The Prashad was distributed and all the grief from the house was removed. That conduct, the Maryada, the rites in the house were all performed. The next day, they bid everybody farewell. Those who had come to give their condolences, Narayan Das and his wife left back for the village of Dalla. These are the parents of Mata Damodri and they were singing the praises of the Guru along the way. Duwara and his wife left. These are the parents of Mata Marwahi. The relatives of Guru Amaradasi along with the Trehens of the relatives of Guru Angad Devji's lineages, they all went back to their cities. Rama went back with his wife. These are the in-laws of Baba Gurudittaji. In this way, others who came, they also went back to their homes after meeting with the Guru. Everybody heard this wondrous story that Artal Rai revived his friend and when he saw his father was not happy with this, he left his body. This is how much of a full saint Artal Rai was. Even though he was so young, he was imbued with such miraculous power. Everybody listening to the story was in shock. The story spread across all villages and cities. Some people were saying the seat of the peace-giving Guru Nanak is the highest of them all, which has no equivalent in the world. Their servants are imbued with such miraculous powers, bestowing devotion, bhakti, and wisdom kyan to countless. They obtain the highest stage through the Guru's teachings. The servant of the servant's servant are so grand and great, even in their house they have such miraculous powers. If the Guru's son had powers, what is so wild about that? Shah Jahan, the emperor at this time, Guru Hargobind had a vicious battle with him. Who could face off against him who defeated the emperor? The five gurus remained within the piri, the spiritual. But now the guru's seat adorns both the piri, the spiritual, with the miri, the royal, the sovereign. No pir, even with miraculous powers, could fight against the guru. And no emperor with sovereign power wouldn't be afraid of the guru. It only makes sense to bow down to this house of the Guru. This is how people were speaking about the Guru's praise, and this is how it was spreading through the world. Meanwhile, Guru Hargobind, radiant like the moon, was seated on the Akal Takat, who had such a large family now, with sons and now a grandson. He would interact with everybody spontaneously in peace, but indifferent, like a lotus flower rests on top of water. Happiness and sadness would arise countless times. How can they be minimized with such a large family? Pain and pleasure, dukkha and sukha always forever remain on one side. Sometimes pleasure desires to come up, sometimes pain wants to be known. With this, happiness and sadness arise. This causes then likes and dislikes, and from that springs forth vices. All the beings in the world are bound by this. The root of all of this is the sense of I, the sense of self, the I-ness related to the body. And from that comes attachment. And it's from that attachment that Rag, Dvek, likes and dislikes, and the other vices arise. Understand this. So this sense of I-ness and attachment, these two, these are not ever present within the Guru. 
through all aspects of time, as they are beyond the cause of I-ness and attachment, how could anything else sprout out as a result of those following conditions? That soil and that earth, which a seed is planted in, causes a tree and its branches and its fruit to sprout out from. But in that soil where there is no seed, how can a tree, its branches and fruit form there? Guru Hargobind remains always in that one ras, that one flavor of the divine. That's where their mind state remains. It doesn't shift from this. It remains in that samadhi, that meditation, that contemplation. Like someone day and night roaming and traveling around through water, yet their clothes remain dry. Or like someone in a house of soot, black powder or dirt, and their clothing never gets dark. Living a householder life day and night is the cause of great sadness and happiness. But to never have that affect one's mind. But for the Guru, this cannot be seen anywhere else. If the Guru is graceful and implants his teachings within one's heart, then one is able to see this is all a play within oneself. Therefore, always remain in the sanctuary of the Guru and place the great faith of the Guru within one's heart. When the compassionate looks gracefully upon you, they will destroy and take away all your vices and obstacles. They will cause both devotion, bhakti, and wisdom, gyan, to sprout up, which will have one obtain the highest liberation. That guru which has liberated countless, may that guru also be protectful to me. Those who listen to these stories with focus, they will erase their circle of birth and death from life. The teachings that the guru gives to his six, these teachings which liberate people on this earth, they meditate forever on the true name of the Divine, causing great bliss and peacefulness within their mind to arise. Those who obtain this stage of Sikhi, they obtain the highest form of liberation in the world. This concludes chapter 59, Enras number 6 of the Guru Pratap Suraj Prakash Granth. Next episode will start off Ras number 7, beginning with the various invocations, Manglachan, written by the author, Kavi, the poet, Santok Singh, before then getting back to the stories of Guru Hargobind. So that's what we're going to pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangla Charan Patreon page. Mm-hmm.